0: Wrestling fans to the PW Fan. The PW Fan is a pro wrestling podcast created by fans for the fans. Thank you for joining us. This is episode 65. Merry Christmas and happy holidays to all of our friends and listeners. We are back. I am your host, your grumpy old school wrestling fan, collector, barber, and musician, Talk Wrestling, Tim Gilbert.
1: Mary Chrysler. I'm your host, uh, the architect of Pro Wrestling Podcast and Funko Pop Collector and Steelers fan we did win uh, two nights ago, Andy.
2: I'm also your host, the no-selling wrestling indie fan and football lover, Jeremy. And also, World Cup's over, so club football is back now. That means Liverpool starts playing again. Oh, no.
0: Let's go, Liverpool! All right, um... (laughs) In this episode, <laughs> we will be discussing Ricky Starks, The Bloodline, a rotten AEW segment, some news in the world of pro wrestling in general, and more. All right, guys and girls, please, before we get started today, go to youtube.com and search The PW Fan. You'll find all of our episodes new and old. Subscribe uh, and uh, help us get to 100 subscribers so we can have an official URL we have merch on prowrestlingtees.com/backslash the PW fan. Five shirt designs total, three different PW fan logo shirts, and two Booker Andy shirts. Go check those out. Some of the coolest wrestling shirts out, I guarantee it. And uh, find us on all other social media by searching at the PW fan, where we kindly ask that you subscribe, leave a review, like, all those things help us out so much. All right, Booker, Andy, over to you, buddy. Get us started on this week's new episode.
1: All right, so Raw this week uh, opened up with the well, didn't open up with with the Bloodline. I don't, I don't think so. Um, I just before we get into it about the Bloodline and Raw is that basically throughout the entire show the Bloodline would be attacking people. That was kind of the the theme. Um, of the show, is every every show often they'd be attacking different teams and different individuals, either backstage or in the ring. Um,
2: so I like when they do that. Like those segments. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just it got them. The show.
1: On, it got them on the show. Um, and I guess I'm trying to remember why they ex- did it. It was just in a way to just you know. Show the bloodline yeah, dominance, I guess. They didn't yeah, really explain it too well. They
2: started doing a little bit of that the past few weeks, right? Where they start attacking people backstage. Yeah. But I guess it's just more like they're attacking everyone now.
1: Yeah. Um, we did see something new. Uh, new as in we haven't really seen it in a long time. We had a intergender match. Uh, yeah. We had Rhea Ripley versus Akira Tozawa. And... Uh, you could probably guess though based on size wise Rhea Ripley beat Akira Tozawa. I don't like but this. it makes me wonder you know what do you guys do you guys think that they'll do it more do you think it's just a Rhea thing kind of like how they treated China with like only Rhea's going to be the one like cuz she's the one that's been scoop slamming like uh Luke Gallows and you yeah know, i think maybe it's probably just a Rhea thing
0: i don't hate I it so. if it's
1: just her yeah i don't know i don't hate it
0: Uh, I'm going to choose my words carefully here. (laughs) Um, I'm not a fan of men and women fighting, even if it's simulated. Now, I will say, I I think totally like Ronda Rousey or somebody, like, if she meets your average Joe in a bar and he's talking smack to her or whatever, she's going to whip his ass. All right, it has nothing to do whether you're male or female. I just... I don't know. I just think the simulated violence on women, I'm not like a super stoked about. It. I didn't like it back then. You I don't mean, like men
1: beating the shit out of girls. No, <laughs> and I
0: I and like but I feel like even Even though she that, whooped his ass. But yeah, but I feel like having that opinion's like almost like scandalous in a weird way. It's like, "What? You don't think she could take it?" And I'm like, "No, I'm not saying that. I'm just I don't know.
2: I'm not a huge fan of it." I, I think I mean, it's yeah, I think it's more because WWE for the longest time was like they would never do it, and they made it a thing. It was like you know, if a male wrestler came into the ring, the woman wrestler had to exit immediately. Well, if you and remember, so,
1: they had Ronda wrestling Triple H a little bit at Mania. She was punching. Yeah,
2: her. yeah. Well, that's that's the exception because you know she can really go, yeah. like she's already proven to be like a real fighter.
1: You're like he, she could actually beat the shit out of him if she wanted. Like you <laughs> yeah, said, she, though, okay. she could.
0: It's not like it's become a regular thing, right? Like, if if all of a sudden, it's just a Rhea thing, right yeah, now. Yeah. Like all of us, if yeah. it, all of a sudden you had, you know, Charlotte versus like Sami Zayn, I'd be like, what are we doing here, guys? But yeah, it's not for the
1: that. intergender intergender <laughs> yeah. intergender championship.
0: So it, it's not that Rhea Ripley's the only person that I guess if you're gonna do it, well, besides Ronda. I mean, if we're if we were being totally realistic, Ronda Ron, could probably whip everybody's ass except for like maybe like Lesnar. Not me. And yeah, okay. <laughs> <You're> all right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I love that dude. There's like dudes out there that just think because they're a dude. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, I could take her. I'm like, oh, my God, dude, she would destroy you in, like, five <laughs> seconds. But there's people that literally think that. Okay. immediately break her arm. And see, that's the thing. I don't want what I said to come off as any certain way. I'm just, like, not a huge fan of it because it's like, okay, so she has a couple matches. It's not your cup again. of tea. I don't know. I, I just always felt weird about it. I didn't like when they would do it when I was a kid. The only time I thought it was funny is when Mae Young got powerbombed by the Dudley Boys. I don't know why. It just was so shocking. That <laughs> That's just, the one you choose? <laughs> it just made me laugh. You know, like... It's like
1: dude. the time they checked a woman off the Hellness, though. That, I mean, that <laughs> yeah. time works for me, but, you know, a little no, mad to power, agree on they, po- they, pom- they
0: power-bombed her off, of, uh, off of the stage. Off the stage, but I know, I'm just... She, a, a, she was like a... a my, she's my, 60 years old at that point. My dark humor kicked in, and it just was like so much that I just thought it was like the funniest <laughs> shit I've ever seen.
1: Uh. Alright, so, not a fan. Yeah. It was something different, though, and I thought it was worth mentioning yeah um the miz and dexter loomis the miz and dexter loomis then had a uh ladder match that had uh i think it was a briefcase or a bag of money something yeah something like that um and the miz ended up winning because a returning bronson reed uh came out and attacked dexter loomis and helped the miz win now tim is probably sitting there like who the hell is bronson reed (laughs) bronson reed is this uh (laughs) This is this big boy. He uh, used big to be boy. used to be in NXT, and then he was let go, and then he went to Impact, and he wrestled under the name Jonah. Uh, he's on a big yeah. Australian guy. He's huge. Yeah, um, and I guess you know Triple H always saw something in him. This is another guy that Triple H brought up from NXT. Triple days. H
2: likes those big guys too. Yeah,
1: he likes big boys. He's a- <laughs> Um, like, you so he brought him up apparently to the main roster, and, <laughs> and Triple H he's gonna needs to be like at the own... other side.
0: Triple H needs like his own, like you know, Vince has like the Vince voice, just like, Oh, yeah, yeah, pal, he's like, you're <laughs> <freaking> huge. <already." laughs> oh,
1: yeah, he's huge. Yeah. Oh, okay, <laughs> he's like, Have <laughs> you seen the gay?
0: He's huge. <laughs>
1: Um, <laughs> That's the worst. I, I saw a post impression though. <laughs> <laughs> You're damn right, it was me, Sean. You're damn right, it was me, Sean. <laughs> You're damn right, it was me, Sean. <laughs> um, I saw a post though right before we started recording um, that made me that relates to this Bronson Reed stuff, is has there ever been, like, a Ms. Lackey that ever became a star? Daniel Bryan doesn't count because it wasn't really his Lackey. Whoa,
0: whoa, whoa, dude. Yeah, I was going to say him. But... Don't underestimate how over Dow was. Dow was super. Oh, deep. yeah. You did, he,
1: were... did anything, though, come of him individually? Damien I... Sandow? He got fired
2: later. <laughs> Alex
1: Riley, Damien Sandow, the B team, no. um... Uh, Okay. To be fair, Champa got hurt, so there's two. It's too early to tell. You know, Champa's hurt.
0: Technically, technically, Daniel Bryan was
1: a Miz sidekick. I just said it, it doesn't count. How?
0: How does it not count?
1: Because <laughs> it, Daniel Bryan didn't want to be with Miz. Dude, his character. It doesn't matter. He, was, he Dude, was forced.
0: If you were, I know that those. These are all guys that
1: willingly really, were like, we're here for the Miz.
0: I am telling and you. And also. Daniel
2: Bryan was not, like, he didn't get big because of The Miz. He got big after he was done with The Miz.
1: Yeah. Well, that's my whole point. Has there been any that have gotten big after being with The Miz? And the answer is no, because Daniel Bryan doesn't count because it wasn't, like, he's like, I want to be on Miz's side and learn from him. Hot topic He was forced to be part of it.
0: Besides Team Hell No and, The the Yes movement, Michael Cole and The Miz helped Daniel Bryan... Get over when you first got there. He was a... I mean, I love Ring of Honor, but... You're,
1: under, you're, you're forgetting what the definition of the lackey part is that I'm saying. It's someone that was looking towards Miz as a mentor and being like, I'm, I'm helping this guy Are behind the
0: out. scenes or in storyline? Because in, sto- no, in-, in story... in
1: storyline, character-wise. We're talking about character-wise. Mm. Daniel Bryan's character on screen wasn't like, I'm joining the Miz group. Like all these guys are coming in to help them is on purpose.
2: That's what you are saying. Don't
0: yeah. blame it on the jizz, okay? He doesn't deserve your shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he came to play.
0: He came too much.
1: <laughs> he came too much. Oh, okay, That's the okay jizz. we're just gonna move on. <laughs> the jizz. <laughs> Episode of the title? No, terrible episode. <laughs> 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 the <joke> um, game. <laughs> so during uh, early in the night, we had the OC and Alpha Academy, um, and I believe towards the end of it, the Bloodline got involved and involved in an ambush the OC. Um, AJ was not out there, so we challenged Sami Zayn later in the night to a match with uh, AJ. And uh, yeah, so they I wanted to talk about their match that they had. Good match, you know these two guys. Uh, Sammy did end up winning, um, and he won with a blue thunder bomb, which he hasn't used yeah. as a finisher in a long time. It's so usually that, like a close count yeah. move. Um but he hasn't. Yeah, he hasn't won with it in, in a while. Um yeah. you know, and AJ hit spots like the moonsault DDT on, to the outside, and uh, but a good match. I think ever I, th- I don't think I've ever seen a bad match between Sammy and AJ. So.
2: Yeah, I mean, Sammy is like the MVP of WWE right now. He's awesome every week. I think, dude. Yeah,
1: it's we'll crazy. talk about him more on from SmackDown.
0: It's crazy. We've talked about this in the past on the show, but it's just wild that El Generico, which is the generic luchador, <laughs> he didn't talk. And underneath that is the literally. Come on, let's be honest. He's the most charismatic person that's in the company right now. Like, whether it's funny yeah. or like, you know, like he gets more reaction than almost character Besides Roman, yeah, dude, he's great. And it's a guy that didn't even talk and yeah. he had a mask on. And underneath that, now he's like the second, <laughs> yeah, other. right, biggest personality that they got.
1: Even corny likes him. <laughs> Yes, he does. Matt's saying something. Um, We had a segment with Seth Rollins and Austin Theory. They had a confrontation in the ring. Uh, The Usos interrupt, and Austin Theory, like he does as the cowardly heel, uh, dipped out of the ring and just left Rollins there. So the the Usos interrupt uh, to take out Rollins, and then Kevin Owens comes out to help, who obviously has been having issues with the bloodline lately. And uh, this would eventually lead to our main event, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, but we had a match with Becky Lynch versus Bailey, and it was actually very good. Um, and I say actually because I feel like you know sometimes the the televised matches don't live up yeah. to par. But this was this was a very very good match. Which I
2: was surprised they put this on TV.
1: Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Um, okay. So it was it was a very good match. Um Bailey ended up winning in the end. And then yeah. like I said, uh we had the Usos uh in a main event that um got booked after attacking Seth Rollins. So we had the Usos versus Rollins and Owens, and Rollins and Owens ended up winning. Um and afterwards, uh Sami Zayn, you know, got into the ring, had a standoff with Owens, but uh, yeah, decided not to do anything and uh, walked away.
2: Didn't, didn't Owens just untape everything? He was like uh, walked away, or is that Sammy?
1: Sammy walked away. Oh, that's right. In okay. the end.
2: Um, yeah, it's, I like the the um, storyline they're doing between those two.
1: Or I think Sammy walked. Now, now you got me confused. I don't know who. Someone walked away. <laughs> someone, one, one of, them, one of, one of them, them walked away. One of them walked away. Yeah, um, but yeah. So that wrapped up uh wraps up Raw. Let's get into Dynamite. Uh Dynamite this was a
2: very up and down
1: episode. Yeah. 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 But it started with an up. yeah um, <laughs> we had Ricky Starks come out and he cut a pretty good promo, I'd say. Um yeah. talking about, you know, his Mac his match with Max and basically that uh he's going to keep coming for him. And then he will eventually will be champ. During this promo, though, JAS came out. It was uh, Sammy, Jericho, and Daniel Garcia. Daniel Garcia. Yeah. Uh, we're at the top of the ramp. And they had a little back and forth. Um, made some funny comments to one another. Uh, Ricky ended up making fun of Jericho. Um Saying that you're dressed like a single father on his fifth divorce, <laughs> um, he said that the J and J S stands for uh, Jobbers to so the, jo- the Jobber good. Appreciation Society. Ever <laughs> since, Be- and he said this because Jericho had lost to Action Andretti the week before, and so he called him a jobber. He called him a jobber. Yeah, um, but a match ended up um being set for I believe next week. And it's gonna yeah. be Jericho versus Starks, um, in the middle of, or towards the end of the promo. Though, uh, they had said something like Stark should oh, or Stark should watch his back or something. Like, no, that's a different promo later on. Uh, we'll talk <laughs> about that. Um, Jake Hager though did attack Starks from behind, and Action Andretti ended up coming out yeah. to a nice pop after the week before. And it's uh, cool they're making him a star. Uh, yeah and I'd read that, like, Jericho wanted to do something with him after seeing him on Dark or something.
2: Yeah, it was that was a crazy story. Like, he saw him, like, three, four months ago, and Jericho yeah. still had to do the stuff with, like, Claudio and the, the Blackpool Combat Club, and he was like, I'm going to have a match with him, and then he's going to beat me. And then it was, like, four months
0: later, and he made him. Is Action Andretti a, an MCW guy or something?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, we, uh, you um, know, again... Again, we don't always talk about where we exactly live, all right? We don't want any freaks showing up <laughs> at our houses. But, uh, no, but we could, uh, we could easily get to an MCW show if we wanted. I just was curious. We've been to quite a few, so. Yeah, that's pretty also, cool. I mean, he's,
1: he's actually a really good wrestler. Speaking of yeah, MCW. Yeah, that match with Jericho is really
0: good. Speaking well, of MCW week. and indies and just, uh, you know, in that world, I just wanted to give a congratulations to our friend, Bro Keller, on getting married. Um, if you guys... Oh, yeah, If you all see Bro Keller with his newly short hair, you can thank yours truly.
1: <laughs> Fans are like, I fucking hate it. Fuck <laughs> you, yeah. Tim. Right. Everyone well, hates first it.
0: First of all, you <laughs> bunch of dicks, he asked me to do it for his wedding. He was surprising his wife. He wanted it. And... No, seriously, I put a lot of thought into it, to be real. Um, I didn't want him, I thought if he had, like, a buzz cut or his hair was too short, it would be too weird. And I knew, yeah. I, I, I'm dead serious, I know this is cheesy, but I know in the ring, like, you gotta have a little something to move around, you know? The, help get the good snap. The flick you know, up. Yeah, the hair. So the like hair just moves cold. Yeah, well, yeah, well, I'm, hey, yeah. yeah, he had long <laughs> hair, though, dude. All those guys had long hair at one point even long hair it doesn't matter Uh, because it or blonde it works for what they do but anyway uh i uh i kept that in mind so we we gave him a dapper cut uh congratulations bro can't wait to have you back on hope everything's great yeah congratulations
1: um okay well yeah congrats bro um if we we've talked about possibly having him on the show again, right? At some point. Oh,
0: we're definitely we're having, having him he on. He he said he's down anytime. Okay. Cool, cool.
1: I I, for, I forget sometimes that you actually talk to him when you see him. Yeah, I'm not going to not gonna use his I'm not going
0: to use his shoot name. You guys, you guys can't hear his shoot name on the air, brother. <laughs>
1: um. All right, moving forward, we had match five out of seven for the best of seven series. The Elite versus Death Triangle. This was a no DQ match. Um, I mean, it was a good non disqualification match, I guess. Yeah, I'm not
2: as they're trying to do something yeah. different yeah. now. And but
1: I- the reason why it came about is because they, uh, the Elite or no Death Triangle used a hammer the week before, so they said if you want to use weapons, yeah. why not just make them all legal? Um, and I've
2: heard I've heard that match six is some other kind of like a gimmick match and then seven because there, you know it'll go, there.
1: It, it'll go to seven the elite yeah. won this one they're not going to be like let's not <laughs> yeah <time." laughs>
2: yeah and the seventh one apparently is going to be a ladder match which i think is going to be insane between those two I'm
0: looking yeah, that, i mean that'd be to, a good way to cap it off i've been watching a lot of ladder matches uh I don't know why, but last na- night I fell asleep watching this uh, best of money in the bank thing. It just kind of came on after one of a pay-per-view, and now I'm like, okay, I'm like have a re-obsession with ladder matches. So stick around at the end of the show when we talk about our classic show of the week. I got one of the all-time great <laughs> ones that we're going to talk about. So just saying, cool. it's a good
1: one. So after the uh Death Triangle and Elite match, we had a promo from Brian Danielson, um, who we haven't heard from since the William Regal attack. Um and it seemed like he you know, he started talking about Regal and it seemed like he actually and like his love for him, it seemed like he actually was getting emotional. Mm hmm. Um and they were in San Antonio. This this is uh important to to say why, but you know, yeah. he was talking about how he um, he was trained in here from San Antonio and had his first match here, and he was trained by Shawn Michaels. And it was weird because then the crowd started chaining HBK, and it was weird to hear yeah. an AEW crowd start chaining HBK.
0: Well, they're in uh, his hometown. Yeah. I know. It was just... There's, like, a different
2: vibe for a show, and then you're chaining HBK, and I'm like,
1: hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, Stokely Hathaway, though, ended up coming out with Ethan Page and... This, The stuff they were saying wasn't good. He kept talking about vegetables and... Yeah. Like, I don't and know. Like, Danielson's just like laughing at him. Yeah, and St- Danielson said something about Stokely and Stokely, Stokely called him a raggedy bitch. And, <laughs> that was funny. Um, it's just the way he said that too. He's like, are you a raggedy bitch? Yeah. I don't know. So uh, Ethan yeah. Page ended up like blowing off Danielson's challenge for a match um, there in San Antonio and said that, you know, San Antonio sucks. But it seems like Danielson also did, in a way, call <clears throat> call out MGF and, you know, once. But yeah, that was the whole, whole, yeah, point, where was I, the whole uh, point of him coming out. Page, yeah. It seems like Paige is going to have a match with Danielson first and that Danielson should be in the back of the line because he wasn't in the tournament's. You know, didn't yeah, which happen. I totally forgot about that happened. How can you forget? There's so many of them. Um, yeah. After that, we did had. We talk uh, about, did we talk fuck.
0: about on the air? I don't think we did. We've taken a you know we took the week off. Did we talk about that in that interview that Tony Khan did? Um, I I will get the source for housekeeping next week,
1: but Tony Khan, man.
0: No, but he <laughs> he said that he learned how to do booking from internet fantasy booking he had an e wrestling league on a website and he said are you talking like
2: tournaments or just like booking in
1: general
0: no dude he's being dead serious he said that like that's like if like you learn
1: booking from booking my action figures fighting (laughs) but seriously
0: think about this we have the booker andy joke like i mean but andy always i mean he does get shit right but that's like if Andy was a billionaire mm-hmm. and he had disposable money and he was like, okay, I know what I'm doing.
1: <laughs> like, like, right. he, like, he's like, I got, <laughs> like, I got this. A couple things I got right. I'm going to make a whole company about it.
0: Andy's like, I got 50 he's like talking to Jericho. Right in two years. All right. I got yeah. this shit. Like, so. <laughs> But I feel like
2: that's something you probably shouldn't say.
0: So he said that he was involved with like yeah. a forum, you know, like a forum, and there was like an e booking, yeah, like kind of thing, and
2: it's like a like a fantasy league.
0: Yes, and he said, "I really cut my chops doing e booking." On I was like, like oh, "It's a real, right like it's right
1: real yeah, experience." Right.
0: But now though, if he you sounds think, just like it makes so much more, his booking makes so much more sense. Like now I'm like oh yeah that's okay. based off of that. I'm like now I get yeah. now I get it. You play with it like literal action figures.
1: He's a <laughs> fucking Mark booking matches. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's like if
2: if uh, like one of the guys you know who plays fantasy football ended up being like a head coach for a uh, team.
0: Okay, and and again I just want to point out here like
1: fantasy is Andy Andy realistic. Jeremy and I. <laughs> yeah.
0: Andy, Jeremy, and I are not, like, wrestling anim- analysts or wrestling journalists. We're wrestling podcasters and fans, okay? We're just giving you the perspective of, like— Baking marks. Of a, of a mark. <laughs> hey, if you want to call— it No, but I don't <laughs> give a— I don't give a fuck. If you want to say that, then fine. But— That word doesn't bother me. It's there. it's just, yeah. like, we're not going to sit here and be, like— I mean, we'll say, you know what will be cool, or, like, I wish they did this— but like we're not gonna sit there and like start being like okay. We're fucking idiots.
1: They should have done this and this. Like we yeah know.
0: like no like we know where what our what our role is. <laughs> you know we're like I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> it's just his book. I don't know. That's wild to me that he yeah. would say so confidently. Like oh yeah, we would do e feds, and uh yeah e fed. That's what he called it. My e fed. And he was E-fed. like, I, I really cut my teeth. Got my, my e- yeah. my <laughs> got my jobs from it. My E-fed.
2: He didn't want to say that he learned from, like, one of the legends he has backstage, stuff like that. And be like, it's Fantasy League, guys.
0: Jim Cornette. Well, speaking of tuning, they like He, he like, called. I'm just like, dude, you have all these people. Jim doesn't want it. But he even said, he's like, I don't even care. I don't want it. But there's all these people out there <laughs> yeah. that... There's all these people out there that could help him with booking the show with all these years of history and I'm like, dude, I what are you I don't know. It seems like you're running out of ideas like and I know I'm rambling, but what I'm getting full circle at is Andy made the comment like, "How could you forget? They do a tournament every fucking week or whatever." But it's like it's true. It's like after a while it's like, "I don't do I don't mm-hmm. want to see another tournament." Like, stop.
1: Yeah, you gotta have breaks. Well, speaking of bad decisions by Tony Khan, we had Big Bill. Oh. Big Bill is a bad decision name, if it was a Tony Khan one. Big Bill taking out Jungle Boy backstage after Hook's match. Um, and then let's talk about this terrible segment. Okay, dude. Rick Ross. Rick Ross. What What was Rick Ross doing? Dude, dropping F-bombs, saying motherfucker on television. <laughs> yeah, he was. That's what he was doing. He just casually did that, too. He's like, damn, you a big motherfucker. And Keith Lee's like, oh. he looks at the <laughs> yeah. guys with the outside like, oh. Yeah,
2: Shivani's face, too, was like, okay.
1: Right, so Rick Ross is out there, and he he tells Keith Lee to come out. Um, it's so weird.
2: Yeah, and just the way he introduced them, too.
1: It's just, oh, like how Rick man. Ross did that.
2: I was like, just say it normally. Don't be weird about this
1: um okay yeah so he Yeah. Uh, it didn't take long for him to drop an f-bomb and he basically took over the entire segment
0: he
1: would yeah. just like spell out stuff randomly uh even
2: even when like i don't know if you're getting to this point but even when like swerve and like i don't know those other guys were beating up um keith lee and rick ross is over there like whoa i'm like that's don't what i'm saying like
1: like if it, it, we took over the segment and it's like apparently it was supposed to like introduce Swerve and his new faction, which is called uh Mogul Affiliates. It's not a horrible name. I mean I guess it makes sense for them, but um so yeah, they had Parker uh Boudreaux, uh and some random unnamed guy that is tatted all over, tatted on his face. Um I heard he's like an ex like athlete or something for something, but I think I honestly I honestly the thought I read that he was an ex baseball player and I was like, but that is face tats.
0: He played like, little I league know, in fifth but, grade. Um, <laughs>
1: um so yeah, they started attacking and beating down Keith Lee and um they took him backstage. Uh or no, they didn't take him backstage, no, but during but the but beat Town, you know, It was almost like second... played second fiddle to Ross, who was just, like, talking the whole time. Like, while he's being... Like, whoa! I was
2: like, can someone go get the mic from this guy? Like, Shivani should be, like, giving the mic after they start attacking him. Yeah, it took
0: away from... The disrespect that Shivani gets weekly, I just can't tolerate. They never let him actually (laughs) interview anybody. They always take the mic away from him. They push him off camera. And he stands there looking like... Don't touch me. Dude, I'm like, can the man just fucking <laughs> interview somebody for once like he's supposed to? Like, good lord. They're like, cut the yeah. shit,
1: Tony. It's like, all right. <laughs> yeah. he know, I,
0: I, I'd love to go back into AEW and see if there's a segment where Tony keeps the mic and interviews the person through the whole segment without, A, getting interrupted, the mic taken from his hand, pushed. He, he did or, with
2: Punk and Cody.
0: Yeah, you know why? Because they're old school. And they have yeah. some the lower respect. Jesus Christ. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> so our main event of the show was Hikaru Shida versus Jamie Hayter for the AW uh, World Women's Championship. Uh, this was a very good match. You know, yeah. both both ladies are, are very good at what they do. Um, I don't think yeah, I feel anyone like Hater... expected Shida to win, though. but Yeah.
2: I feel like Hader just keeps, she gets, gets better every match, like as in like performance wise. Yeah. But it's cool that she's uh, the champ now.
1: So afterwards, um, Jamie Hader and Rebel and did Britt come out? Britt Baker?
2: I think so, yeah.
1: Okay. They Well, either way, their little group started attacking uh, Sheeta and then uh, Tony Storm runs out and rushes the ring and then Soraya comes out and rushes the ring. Makes you wonder if Soraya's mystery partner is going to be Tony Storm, or if they Tony probably wants to, to surprise it with like Sasha Banks or someone. I was going to say that. We'll see.
2: Because you know she's going to be in New Japan.
1: I mean, it'll be a one-off if it is, but it won't be like Mercedes is all. Elite. I don't. Know, maybe. I mean, well, isn't it because she would run circles around these women wrestlers? No offense to them, but. Maybe a little offense. All right, she would run even. She would run <laughs> circles around Soraya too.
2: Maybe a little offense. That's true. I like. But that. you know, T- Tony Khan can give her that money that she's asking for that nobody didn't want to give
1: her. Yeah, I don't know. I I heard her one place she went, then she asked for money. Her pay was like ridiculous or something, right?
2: Yeah, she wants like uh, what? What would they compare her to? Charlotte or
1: something like that? Like that type of money. Oh really? Yeah. yeah just, they were just like, no. I don't know. I wonder what new Japan's painter. But she'll be at Wrestle Kingdom, which I think is probably coming up sometime soon, right?
2: Yeah, it's gonna be a really good show. I don't
1: know. I'm just excited for the rumble.
2: I don't know. Kenny and uh, Will Ospreay.
1: Well, I was telling Tim, you know WWE allowed Carl Anderson to wrestle there and then you know, he kept the title, and then obviously he's going to be on Wrestle Kingdom. There's yeah. rumors out there that, you know, is going to want something in return. Like, maybe give us a guy that would come in the Rumble. It'd be cool yeah. if Booker Andy would have Jay White in there at the same time as Finn <laughs> and AJ. Oh, yeah. Booker Andy.
2: But book do you think the WWE audience would get that?
1: They knew who AJ Styles was when he came. People that go to the Rumble are, like, hardcore, like... That's true, yeah, they are. Hardcore fans. Yeah. Or uh, Will Ospreay. More people might know Will Osprey than Jay, Jay White. I don't know. Yeah. So we'll just have, be to really cool, either way. We'll have to wait and see. But, uh, you know, it'd be interesting if they, they did have someone from, from New Japan. Or Okada. Ooh. Yeah. Okada would be a good one.
2: Okada. Imagine the entrance, too. That'd be awesome. The, the money. Yeah.
1: Um. So that wraps up, though, the Jamie Hare match and Hikaru Shida match. That wrapped up Dynamite. Let's get into SmackDown. SmackDown was recorded the week prior because it was the uh, Christmas episode. And um, Bloodline started the show with Sami Zayn and the Usos and Solo Sokoa. Um, and Sammy. the audience kind of forced Sammy to, you know, take over the segment in a way. Yeah. Um, so they kicked off the show, um, and Roman ended up, you know, getting on the mic and kind of saying that, you know, we have a Kevin Owens problem and like whose side is, is Sammy going to be on because he's supposed to have a tag match with Roman this coming Friday with Cena and Kevin Owens. And, um, Sammy ended up saying, I found my fa- I found family, I found respect, they love me. Um, he said, there's a black cloud hanging over my head and its name is Kevin Owens. And he said, uh, he said, we are the show and we're going to leave them mangled. I don't know. I'm waiting for one day for them to get back together. And I think it's going to be before mania, but for now that main event should be fun. Cena and KO versus Sami and, and Roman. Yeah. You know, uh, it's, it's funny because as long actually.
2: as time, like, I didn't want to see Cena back anytime soon. And now when he comes back, I'm like, oh, this is, this is pretty cool to see him again.
1: Dude, I used to hate Cena. And every time he pops in now, I'm like, let's go. Like, when he came back yeah, to no. the for his feud with Roman, I was all about it. Yeah. Um, so, after that, we had a, this took a little bit of time. It was a women's number one contender gauntlet match. Uh, The winner in the end, though, was Raquel Gonzalez. So she's going to get a um, title shot to Ronda Rousey's SmackDown Women's Championship. After Raquel wins, Ronda came out and said, you actually have one more opponent, and out comes Shayna Baszler, and Raquel somehow beat her really quickly. So Raquel (laughs) continued to be the, the winner. I mean, if Shayna won... What Shayna Ronda's gonna be like? Oh, I guess we're wrestling you and me. Who are right. So Raquel, I don't know when she's gonna have the match. Uh,
2: how, how do you guys feel about those gauntlet matches? I kind of never really liked them that much. Not crazy. I can't
1: about tell them. you one I actually really liked. Yeah. Um.
0: The only are could a gauntlet match also be considered a three stages of hell match? No. <laughs> No.
2: <laughs> no? Okay. No. Well, I'm talking about this type of column, as in, like, the next person comes out right Two away. Two and... start, and then you um, pin, and
1: the next person comes out. No, yeah. I'm not
0: crazy about it. Like, if we're talking about that specifically, I'm not crazy about it.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Because so it's always kind of, like, kind of boring to me. Because you know, at some point, you're like, all right, this person's going to win.
0: There's one, though, I guess, probably from an old SmackDown. I think it's, I don't know if it's Kurt Angle or... Somebody they did a gauntlet match like that, and it was actually like really like convincing that it, it was legit, and then of course, at the so end they always lose you know, if the last person comes in or
1: yeah, speaking of old SmackDown matches, I don't know why you say an old gauntlet match on SmackDown, but that old, remember the old Iron Man match with Brock and Kurt Angle Ooh, yeah, It's kind, what of, a, that's
0: kind of forgotten
1: what a, what a match I remember why we watched it live. At the time, yeah, we Me and Tim did. Um, so, one of the big segments of the night um, was, of course, that you know you can't have SmackDown lately without Bray Wyatt. Um, the week beforehand, which I believe we skipped, so we didn't talk about it. Ellie um, Knight had called out Bray Wyatt for attacking him, cool. and. Um, Bray White said it wasn't him, and LA Knight was saying that it was um, Bray just in a mask. So they get into it last week, and Bray's sitting in the corner, and out comes Uncle Howdy by himself. So apparently, at least that night, it's not Not Bray Bray. White. It's not Bray. It's Bo Dallas. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, Bray comes out this week, and he's telling the audience, like, be honest, you thought it was me for a minute, at least. Um, and, he's cutting a promo, and in the middle of the promo, he just, like, s- kind of starts freaking out, and gets in his own head, mm. and then starts attacking the cameraman, and uh just kind of goes ballistic. Um I think it I think it was this yeah, yeah, it was it was this promo. He mentions, you know, uh how was it this one that people kind of want him to be like the fiend? Yeah. Okay. If it was this one, I'm not sure, but there was a no a nod to the fiend in this. When he attacks the cameraman, he ends up using the mandible claw, which was what the fiend used. So it still shows that somewhere, you know, deep down in Bray Wyatt, there is uh, a little bit of the fiend left. Plus all the stuff with Alexa. That's been going on.
2: Do you think they need to speed this up at all? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Dude,
1: I just want to know where, when's the end goal?
2: Yeah.
1: Or at least
2: get to like a next, like, you know, big jump as in like the character wise.
1: Bray's like, the whole time I was out, I was writing my new story. It's going to take about a year to tell, but... <laughs> yeah, well, The whole year, we're like, going to play man. it. Up. He's like, listen, man, I've been writing my old story, and I was like, oh.
2: Triple H signed off on it.
1: He's like, sounds good to me, Bray. Sounds good to me, Bray. Me and Tim always over-exaggerate to, uh, uh, Triple H's voice. We always have. Thank God. You damn it right will sign you. <laughs> <laughs> um God, sorry if you're listening. That's probably really obnoxious to your ears. Um and then lastly on SmackDown we had the annual Christmas time uh miracle on thirty fourth street fight, which was Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus Imperium. That was a weird if, if, pairing. If, yeah, if if you've seen the miracle and thirty-four street fights before, you've seen them all. Yeah, they use big candy canes and Christmas decorations and whatnot. Um, but that wraps up SmackDown. Let's end with Rampage, which we're always you know short and sweet. We had a Casino Trios Battle Royal, a bunch of trios teams in there.
2: It was called the 300,000, Three Kings, something, something, something else, and Battle Royale.
1: It It was the too long of a name, needs to be cut (laughs) short, longest match name ever. It was All Elite Wrestling, Rampage, Holiday Bash, $300,000, Three Kings, Christmas Casino Trios Royale. Horrible. (laughs) Now How high were you when
0: you made that name?
1: <laughs> Doesn't it sound like something a cokehead would just like
0: three hundred thousand dollars, three kings whoa. Christmas
1: casino
0: <laughs> Yeah, exactly. We don't know who that person would be. I don't know who would be that cokehead. <laughs> I don't know. No names. No names. No first and last <laughs> two, names three, on it.
1: <laughs> think around for AEW Rampage. We're gonna have the three hundred <laughs> thousand dollars, three kings Christmas casino your round. It's gonna
2: right. be a great show. You know what? I I feel like he actually did say that to the
1: crowd. He probably did. Because that's what he does. Anyway, this is a match consisting of teams of three all in there at once. Just to be clear, we
0: don't know who he is, okay? We're not insinuating (laughs) or saying that anybody does any sort of illegal substance.
1: (laughs) Definitely not a boss that parties with his employees. All right.
0: Anyway, what else you got?
1: (laughs) 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 <laughs> so this match had teams of three in it. Uh, treating it like a battle, yeah, trios teams in it. it like a battle royal. Um, even though if one got eliminated, the others would stay in. Tell me why House of Black wasn't in it then?
2: <laughs> they don't need three hundred thousand dollars.
1: Right, yeah, they're. It came down to, what is
0: what is three hundred thousand dollars good for? You do in the other world, nothing. I
1: don't know. It's such a weird I number, too. You can't want,
0: buy your witch's brew and shit with that.
1: <laughs> and his face. It came down to Claudio and uh, Top Flight, Dante Martin, and is it Darius? Yep. He's always hurt, so I don't see him that often. <laughs> so I One of those name. two are always hurt. Well, their third partner was A.R. Fox, but he got eliminated early. Yep. Well, uh, the Martin brothers teamed up and and got Claudio out of there, so they ended up winning. What this yep. does for them, does it get Nothing. them a – Yeah, it was just
2: 300000 Three, They got $300,000, cool, cool. so $100,000 each for awesome, them. Awesome,
1: um, awesome. And then our main <laughs> event was Anthony Bowen's – Teaming up with Daddy Ass, Billy Gunn (laughs) versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal, and in the end, the winners were uh, Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Um, Team TNA. Yeah, that's Team TNA. They came out, their music, they mixed it together in some weird intro. I
0: don't like
2: the whole group for them. No, (laughs) that is boring to me.
1: But that that wraps it up, guys. (laughs)
2: Oh, sorry on that note.
0: <laughs> well, if that wraps it up, I Feels will... was boring
1: to me. Well, all right.
0: <laughs> well, like usual, if that wraps it up, I, Talk Wrestling, Tim Gilbert, will close us out here with our classic show of the week. And this week's classic show of the week is SummerSlam 2009. Now, I want to go over some of the matches from that show because... As it's aged, I feel like it's become an even better show. It's funny how that works. Like, You look back on some of the names, and you're like, wow, this was a stacked card. So here we go. So you got Kelly Kelly and Eve Torres uh, versus oh. uh, Beth Phoenix, and then there's a big uh, 15 Diva Battle Royal that starts off the show. Um, th- but those were the last three competitors. Rey Mysterio and Dolph Ziggler. Uh, Jack Swagger and MVP. Chris Jericho and the Big Show Jack versus... Jack Swagger. JTG and Shad Gaspar. Rest in peace, Shad Gaspar. Um, oh, yeah. And the last four matches are the ones in particular that I recommend the show for. DX, Triple H, and Shawn Michaels against... Cody Rhodes, and Ted DiBiase Jr. So... You said, oh, yeah.
1: You said Triple H? Triple H. <laughs> Triple H! Triple H.
0: All right, so then you, you have... Suck it. You suck You suck it! You have, you have William Regal, Ooh. who we talk about a lot.
1: Hmm.
0: All right. Um, we have... <laughs> William Regal, who we talk about a lot, versus oh, Christian... And get ready for these last two matches, okay? You have John Cena versus Randy Orton for the WWE Championship. And the last match of the night in a TLC match, Jeff Hardy versus CM Punk for the World Heavyweight title. Banger. So uh, that was a good one I came across. I rewatched it the other day. It was a great show. That's my recommendation for the week. Thank you all So much for joining us for episode sixty-five. Now, Jeremy, we're going to ask you live right now on air. This is unexpected. So Andy will be in Florida. Booker, Andy will be in Florida next week. He might have to record an hour later. Can to the listeners? I was supposed
1: to be in Florida this past week. Yes, but meantime I had death in the family, and my Florida trip got postponed. But that's also still why we missed last week. Is so the so I will be going to Florida this coming week, Jeremy. Jeremy, do you want to record? Can you record <laughs>
0: at nine o'clock p.m. instead of eight?
1: Your time.
2: Yeah, I'm good.
1: Because I'll All be right. an hour behind. So if well, I record at eight, you're your in time, Florida. I'm in Pensacola though. It's on oh. the level. <laughs> All right. Um,
2: so with- I was
0: like, <laughs> Florida's
2: still the
1: same eight, time, guys. my time, and I probably would be at like dinner or something. You know.
2: All right, yeah. So that's cool.
0: With that being said, I can confirm that we will be back next week with episode sixty-six. Sixty-six. Uh, we're not taking another break. Uh, Andy's going to do the show from the road. He's going to bring his gear, his podcast gear, with him. <laughs> I have down to bring two laptops. Yeah, you know, Ooh. he's going to be traveling. Shitty Mac. <laughs> well, <laughs> all right. Thank you all so much for joining us. We will see you next week. We hope everybody had a Episode great time. holiday. Episode time is called The Jizz. The Jizz. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the jizz. We'll see you next week. Have a good one.